Welcome to On Texas Football, Lunch with the Coach, special edition with Brian Irwin, uh, former head football coach at the uh, Texas high school level, uh, coached for two state championships. Brian, welcome in today. How you doing? Doing good, Bobby. How you doing? Good. It's our weekly episode. Uh, each and every week, you and I sit down on Mondays and uh, talk about uh, the week's previous game. This one, uh, Texas loses 17-10 to 10 to TCU. What were your overall takeaways from the game? How well we played defensively, you know, think the, from the positive standpoint is what comes to mind. I mean, what a great job defensively. We got after it. Uh, we were putting bad position after bad position. I don't know how many times they had the ball starting on the 35-yard line. Really proud of our defense, the way they played, um, the way they got stops, the way they got off the field. Uh, just just incredible display of uh, defensive football. Really proud of them. Offensively, you know, I think we all know what happened and what we saw and the disappointments there. I want to get into that a little bit with you uh, in, in a second. But first, I want to say thank you to Laura Baker. She's been with us from the start uh, this season. Laura is a realtor in the Austin area. And Lunch with the Coach is brought to you by uh, Laura Baker and the Andrea Allen team at Keller Williams. She can handle all of your real estate needs in and around the Austin area. Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, uh, but a longtime realist, Austin real estate expert. Uh, Brian, you speak about the offense and, and what Texas did there uh, this this past weekend. And I, I tell you what, what strikes me, they just weren't able to get the running game going. They were getting no push. Uh, yeah. They were it reminded me, and I, and I talked to Rod Babers a little bit like this on the postgame show, it reminded me some of that Arkansas game uh, a year ago where they just couldn't get anything going uh, in the run game at all. No, we couldn't. Uh, there, there wasn't much there. But, you know, you got to keep you, you got to keep pounding it. You got to we, we, we got to have the ability and the capacity to stay with it, because guess what? They couldn't run the ball either. And they just kept staying with it, and they put themselves in position to stay with it until finally the dam broke. And and uh, yeah, I'll I'll talk more about why I think the dam broke, uh, you know, in a few minutes. But uh, what I saw, I was at the game. There was no space out there, Bobby. I mean, it, it, for the folks that were at the game, I, I think they probably saw the same thing. I don't know if you could see it on TV, but there was no space, not only in the run game, but in the passing game. There were no lanes. They were blanketing us. They were hanging on JT. They were hanging on, you know, I'm not saying they were holding or anything. They they were just there. They were doing a great job. There was just no space. And in my opinion, that's why we struggled because they took the air out of our offense. They We could not create space. You know, we talk a lot about defensively, about compressing space a lot. I, that's one of my huge philosophies. Well, offensively, it's just the opposite. You've got to create space in the run game. Um, in the A gap, the B gap, the C gap, things like that. And in the passing game, you got to create separation and space to be able to make passes and be able to make receptions on a consistent basis. There was nothing there. I mean, it seemed like all I even the throws that Quinn did make some some of those deeper out route throws that kind of kind of fell over the top of the linebacker. I mean, those are great throws against not much of a of a passing lane. So you know. We've heard about Quinn struggled, wasn't, wasn't a great game. Sark struggled, wasn't a great game. But I'm telling you, there wasn't much there. And um, I just I just didn't see the space. And credit to TCU. They, they played great defense. Um, lack of credit, obviously, would go to our offensive line. They didn't create the space in the run game. 
And then maybe our receivers didn't do a good enough job of running routes. We got rerouted. We stayed rerouted. We couldn't get off uh, reroutes from the defenders and, and the engagement from the defenders. So, you know, we've got to do a better job to create space, but but hats off to TCU because I'm telling you, there was nothing there. Uh, Brian, uh, speaking with Brian Irwin of uh, the former uh, Texas high school football coach, this is InsideTexas.com, Lunch with the Coach. Uh, Brian, you know, you mentioned there was no space there. I felt like uh, Sark kind of force-fed the two tight end look early, then even tried some two running back look, got stopped on that fourth down uh, in that look. Uh, you know, he, they seemed to have some success when they went four wides or three wides and a tight end uh, in the second half. Should yep. they have gone to that sooner, in your opinion? Well, I, in hindsight, yes. Uh, he, You know, I think Sark found that, you know, midway through the third quarter. Uh, we found it and, and we had some success and, the, and we stayed with it. Maybe we should have stayed with it a little bit more. Um, I that was our best combination of plays because basically what we were doing, we were getting an 11 personnel. And we had the tight end set on the same side as the three receivers. So because we're not a zone read team, we can we can hand it to the tailback without zone reading it because we had the tight end there on the back side to protect the C gap, block the guy most people normally read, right? And then we run the ball to the two-man surface side. And then you got your RPO out to the same side. And so Quinn was either throwing the RPO bubble to, to uh, Jordan, and we were picking up big chunks of yardage, or we were handing it off to Bijan. I think his best run of nine yards, I believe, was, was out of that set, out of that RPO scheme in which we actually handed it off. So, yeah, I wish we'd have found that earlier. I wish we'd have done it more often. It's almost one of those deals – Midway through the third quarter, fourth quarter, I'm saying just just stay in that formation and run that same play over and over and over. Hand it off, throw the RPO. Throw the RPO, hand it off. Now, if they stop it, they stone it, and you get behind the, the, the chains a little bit, now you go to another personnel package. But that was our truly most effective run-pass combination. Um, Brian, that that makes me ask you this question, uh, it, and that is that is this. Uh, Texas's overall inability on offense, you know, TCU didn't do much either um, on offense until the set, mm -hmm. late in the second half, uh, really, when their run game got going. Uh, mm -hmm. Hit a couple of big plays. Uh, but as I look at it, are we getting into a time of year where moving the football just gets more difficult? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, yep. and because of the familiarity, everyone breathes, they all have their, their set uh, list of plays and they go with those and everybody knows them. And so uh, teams are, are, are ready for it. I mean, it, it seems yeah. like that's what Texas has run into, uh, this past week and ran into a little bit of it, um, a week ago and, and certainly two weeks ago against Oklahoma state, but our three, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, I, I look at, I looked up at the, the, uh, uh, at the Baylor score last night, uh, they lost to, to Kansas State bad, but Baylor like, has had a pretty good offense this, this year. They mm -hmm. score only three points against Kansas State. 
Yeah. The same team Texas scored 34 ago mm-hmm. uh, against a week ago. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? And this time of year, the defense is finally catching up to what the offenses are trying to do and take away their first and second options. I think it's because uh, you've got seven, eight, nine games worth of film on people. You know the route concepts. They're not gonna. They're not gonna start developing new route concepts. So you you know the route concepts. You know the adjustment off those route concepts. And you you've got just a ton of data that you can scout and you can show your players throughout the week. And so the passing game is is a little bit easier to defend this time of the year. That's exactly why they always say you got to be able to run the ball in November. You know, whether it's the college game or the NFL game, you've got to be able to run the football. And um, we didn't we didn't run the ball worth a lick the other night. And uh, therefore, we we played the way we played and we produced the way we produced. It's uh, inexcusable. We have to be able to run the football uh, to be a championship club. Uh, any anything in particular catch your eye about not being able to run the football? Any any uh, particular issues on the offensive line uh, with Quinn checking in and out of plays correctly? Anything like that? You know, we I thought the guards struggled um, on both uh, sides, both yeah, left yeah, and right guard. yeah, both left and right guard. I saw both of them get beat pretty bad. You know, again, I'm I'm live at the game and it's it's tough to see everything, but. Uh, um, I thought both guards struggled a little bit. You know, Quinn wasn't himself. There were a couple times where he starts to bring a guy in motion. I don't know if you can see that on TV, but he, he he started to bring this guy, and that receiver's going, no, 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 it's not me, it's him. So he brings him from the other side, and then we jump. We get a procedure penalty because the linemen are sitting there going, Wait, why, why are we sitting here so long, you know? So we just weren't sharp mentally. We, we didn't execute, whether where it's bringing guys in motion, which causes an offensive lineman to jump. Uh, into procedure, um, us getting whipped at the line of scrimmage. But, uh, you know, just from from inside out, there wasn't much there in the running game, you know. And B. John, before he gets to the line of scrimmage, he's making a cut, and he's making another cut, and he's making another cut. And, you know, we're, we're gaining one to two yards at most and um, couldn't get Roshan going, things like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they just took the air out, out of what we were doing, and, and they just – they whipped us. I mean, there, there was no space in there. There There's – and to Sark's credit, how do you call when there's no space in there? How do you call plays? How do how do you how are you effective? We we got to do a better job. Um, question about that about Quinn Ewers. You mentioned him not necessarily uh, mentally uh, up to the task, possibly on on Saturday Saturday night, or at least didn't have his sharpest game for sure. Uh, did not finish uh, the uh, game very well or, or play mm-hmm. the game very well. Um, anything that you would say to the uh, freshman quarterback? Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Have fun. Um, prepare. Make sure you're preparing as hard as you possibly can. That that's up to him. We don't know what that looks like throughout the week. We know. I know what it should look like. Um, prepare. Work your tail off. Uh, be the hardest worker on the team. Be ultimately prepared going into the game so that you're physically and mentally ready to go. And um, let's let's have a great week this week. And uh, let's rebound. He's a champion. I mean, he's a player. He's going to be a player. He's a freshman. we got to go through these growing pains. Sam Ellinger went through these growing pains. Colt McCoy went through these growing pains. Vince Young went through these growing pains. Yep. Um, Let's talk about the defense a little bit. They came out, and they were just on fire. It was the most aggressive defense Texas uh, coordinator Pete Kwiatkowski has called, I think, since he's been in Austin. Uh, What did you think of the way that the the Horns played early in that game? Oh, it was fun. I mean, snap one. 
they line up trips. And I mean, we start matching those tripped receivers. I'm like, okay, here we go. We're playing a little man coverage, you know, first down, you know, first rattle out of the box here. And, uh, you know, we played aggressive. We played physical. They, they flew to the ball. We shut down the running game from the start. Uh, they had no air in there. There was no space in there. Doing a great job against the run, getting great pressure on Dugan and um, just just played very, very well, especially on the circumstances because the field position game was ugly the first half. It was I – mean, I mean, at halftime, I'm like, we are so fortunate to be down three to nothing. It's a win. You know, I didn't blame Sark at all for not being aggressive right there at the half. I'm like, let's let's get to the halftime. This has been as ugly, about as ugly as it could be. Let's get to the halftime. Let's make some adjustments. Let's talk through this and get out of there because I was happy as as anything. We were only down three at the half. Got it. Um, you, you look at that defense. Um, any particular parts that you really liked what you saw that was different than what you've seen in previous weeks? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Uh, the you know, Early on, starting out playing some man coverage. I love that. I love the aggression there. We, we brought... Uh, some pressure off the edge, especially from the field, you know, quite a bit. Are we are we baited them? We bluffed them a lot, which uh, Jade Barron did a great job of showing Dugan pressure and then not coming and not showing him pressure and then coming. Um, our, you know, we got great push from the, those guys inside. Our edge guys played well, um, you know, but by and large, just stopping the run, getting pressure on the quarterback and, and just flying around. I mean, our guys were flying and physical and having fun. And you know what I really liked the most was no matter how bad it got, you know, first couple of series, okay, our offense isn't moving the ball, no big deal. It's fixing to come. Third series, we didn't move it. Fourth series, we didn't move it. Fifth series, we didn't move it. And I was watching our defensive guys and their body language to see kind of what they were going to start doing. Were they going to keep that that energy level up? And, and they were. No matter how bad it got, no matter how bad the circumstances were, those guys, their body language was was there. They were confident. They took the field, you know, balls on the 35-yard line. You know, TC's got it on our own 35-yard line. That's where they start the drive. And our guys were hopping around and just confident that, hey, we're going to get a stop right here. Very very least, we're going to hold a field goal. So the guys play with a ton of confidence. I think more confidence I've seen our defense play with in a long, long time. You mentioned Jade Barron uh, having a particularly good Good game, uh, and and obviously he had the the fumble return for a touchdown, but he also was a factor in the in pass defense. He was he played a little bit of corner, he played some nickel, mm -hmm. uh, he played it all on uh, Saturday night. Uh, Brian, what what do you what do you think of of the secondary as a whole uh, from Saturday? They had that one bust that led to a touchdown, uh, yeah. but other than that, pretty good, right? Other than that, we 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 matched routes. Um, we we were there. We contested throws. Uh, we broke some up. Uh, when they did catch them, there weren't many yards after after the catch, and that's huge in the passing game because most passing games rely on yards after the catch, and, and there weren't many plays there. I think they had three explosives, I think, for the night, uh, one being on, on the big pass play to uh, Johnston there, and that was just a blown coverage. Um, they, we, we, we blew that. Uh, the number two receiver 
ran an out route and number one receiver runs a post. And, you know, at some point in time, number two receivers vertical, you, you match up, you lock on. And, and I feel certain the corners, the one that should have been running with that post. Got it. Got it. Um, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at this and, and thinking about it as we, we talk about Texas, the Longhorns now six and four, Brian, uh, we talked about in the preseason, what did we really think this team could be this year? Some folks had nine and three, some had eight and four, some said seven and five, some said six and six even. I went with seven and five, and I think you were in the same category, maybe eight and four. Um, mm -hmm. What do you see in front of Texas now uh, going up to Kansas this coming week? I see just a week worth of preparation, and it starts, you know, today on Monday, you know, just to start the process. Let's, let's rebound from this. Uh, we've got pride. We've developed. We've improved ever, as a program, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. So it's about the context of things. We're competing. And and I'd much rather be playing great defense the way we're playing it right now and then maybe trying to catch up and and, and, and improve and do what we got to do on offense. I'd rather be this way than the other way around where we couldn't stop anybody like last year. We have improved. This is a better football team. We've got a chance to go 7-5. But you know what? Don't worry about 7-5. Let's, let's win this week. Let's beat Kansas and uh, let's improve. Let's rebound from last week and and take it one one game at a time. Is there a um, scenario where you see Texas? Uh, it, it, and I'm and I'm most concerned, I think, right now with the offense, mm -hmm. um, in particular because Kansas has scored on just about everybody this year. Uh, but is there a chance that that these are just all learning issues with with Quinn Ewers and that? Ultimately, he's going to come out the better on the better side of this, uh, and I and I say that not necessarily just with this Kansas game, but a lot of people are saying, okay, these are the these are the the problems that Colt McCoy had, or Sam, or any of those guys that played as a freshman. Yeah, uh, do you agree with that in some ways, or, or do you think that that's a cop out? I mean, what 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 are your thoughts? No, I I agree with it. I, I, we like to see a little more consistency out of him, uh, but. We, we knew going into it, he's a freshman, he should have growing pains. And those other guys that you just mentioned had the same growing pains. Um, you know, he needs help around him. He needs his offensive linemen to step up, do their jobs, create some space. He needs Bijan to do do his thing and Roshan to do his thing. He needs Xavier to go compete for balls. I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing when the ball goes in the air, him going and competing like a freaking warrior for that football. Because he may not come down with it, but he can draw some, some – uh, um, interference penalties, and he—he he, we haven't even drawn interference penalties on some of these deep balls, much less catch them. Uh, you know, JT obviously drew the interference call the other night because he's—he's he's competing for balls. He's there. He's putting his body, you know, in harm's way and going up and trying to get it. Uh, but there was one on our sideline the other night that, with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We didn't even go compete for it, and I think if we would have competed for it, we would have gotten an interference call on it. So everybody needs to step up. This is not on Quinn Ewers. This is on the team. It's a team game. Just like I think Sark told the team last night, you know, we we, we lose as a team. 
we win as a team. And he's exactly right. We can't pin us on Quinn, Quinn Ewers. Everybody's got to step up their play and, um, you know, do what they need to do. Got it. All right. Um, Lunch with the Coaches brought to you by accomplished Austin realtor Laura Baker. Uh, Laura and the Andy Allen team at Keller Williams can handle all of your real estate needs in and around the Austin area. Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate expert. Contact her at Laura at AndyAllenTeam.com if you're moving uh, in or around the Austin area. Uh, Brian, we, we look at uh, the final week here uh, or the final couple weeks of the season. Uh, Texas goes back to the state of Kansas. Just two weeks ago, they beat Kansas State in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. uh, now they're going to to uh, Lawrence. What do they have to focus on that you've seen from Kansas this year that that really catches your eye? Uh, we just we just got to we got to be able to run the football. We got to be balanced. Get back to what we're doing on offense. It's more about Texas than it is Kansas, really, at this point in time. Because what I'm probably most concerned about today is we, we probably lost a tremendous amount of confidence on offense. And when you start losing confidence, especially on offense, it's tough. It's tough to regain it. I mean, as a play caller, as a quarterback, as a tailback, it's it's tough. And so that's my biggest concern right now is offensively. Um, we, we haven't scored a touchdown in six quarters. We've lost some confidence. Uh, they, they can say they haven't. We have. We have. And it's tough. I've been there. I've been there as a coach, been there as a player, been there as a play caller. It's tough. It makes things really, really tough. And now you get even more anxious. Um, we got to go back to work this week, get better, commit to what we're going to commit to. And I'm telling you, if that means we sit in this set, this formation, and we run these two plays, run them great until they stop it. You know, and then and then once they do, they're going to stop it, get off schedule, and then we can go to the plethora of other things that we can do. Um, but we got to get our confidence back on offense. That's that's the biggest thing. And then we need our defense to come out and and play like they did uh, this past week. Uh, Brian Irwin, two-time state championship coach. I think that's great stuff, coach. That's exactly why I, I want to have this lunch with the coach when we set it up uh, earlier this season. So I appreciate your time. Uh, for Brian Irwin, I'm Bobby Burton. This has been Lunch with the Coach on Texas Football.